Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone. And now we're going to talk about life and adversity and how do you get through it. We all have adversity at one time or another in our life. We have a wonderful, wonderful woman. Her name is Susan DiLorenzo. She is a life coach, a speaker, and an author. And her passion is guiding people out of their adversity story into a life that they would love to experience. She draws from her own life-changing personal experience as well as her coaching certification from the Life Mastery Institute. And she coaches clients and believes that it's absolutely possible and worth the effort to learn from adversity and that you can go on to create a life that you really love. Often those coming out of traumatic experiences, though, and tough situations, many times they get stuck in their story, and they don't really fully believe that their life can be a whole lot better, and that's what Susan's work is all about. She's currently working to complete her upcoming book, Pulling the Gems from Adversity, where she shares anecdotes and wisdom gained through her own journey through invasive cancer followed immediately by the dissolution of her marriage. Wow. Welcome, Susan. Thank you, Patricia. Wow, it it takes me back just to hear you do the whole description (laughs) and to see what a journey that really is. Yes, I'm so happy to be here with you today. I want to ask you this. I wanted to start. This is my own personal question to you, because when you hear that, Mm. when you hear cancer or you hear divorce or you hear money problems, you know, the big ones, and and you had more, more almost at the same time, you know, what is it that keeps you going when you feel like, you know, something just the boulders hit you on the head twice. And, you know, what yeah. what makes you just say, no, I'm going to make this happen. Instead of just yeah. saying, I've had it. I'm done. I don't care what happens next. What do you think That's it's, it. what do you think it is, Susan? Yeah, you know, I came up with a phrase, Patricia, and it actually came up when, my maid at the time, right when I barely had any hair on my head, growing back from chemotherapy, and he let me know that he didn't want to be married anymore, but he'd be willing to still live in the house and be a dad. And I heard myself saying, as if my soul prompted me, I didn't fight for my life to have this for my life. Mm. And it was like it just led to that whole realization, you know, here I am thinking that the universe is kicking my butt, and I come to realize that it was actually cleaning my house, that I was getting a complete do-over, not just a health do-over, but like a mate do-over, and Mm. who knows from there. Hmm. At that time, Susan, did you believe somewhere in your heart and soul that you could make it better? Or were you absolutely yes. frightened? Or both? I did. I did. It's not that I wasn't frightened, Patricia, but I knew I couldn't go on as the person I was before all this happened. Mm. That it came to my attention through how little I gave myself, that my body was in protest, that my relationships were in disarray. 
that I never really noticed how little I gave myself before all of this hit the fan, as we can say. (laughs) Mm -hmm. What do you think, what would be your advice to our listeners with how they can start to change their mindset? That's a great question, and it's one I come up across with many clients, and it's the focal point of my messaging, and it really begins with just noticing. It's a it's an awareness question. It's and noticing that we come from beliefs installed before any of this ever happened. For instance, mm-hmm. how our parents responded to adversity, what our cultural beliefs say about adversity. So many things can play into what I call our operating system around adversity. So I saw that I was taken down to the point of no return in my old life and knew I couldn't build on the old stuff. So I just want our listeners, anybody going through adversity, to just consider would I be willing to just keep a corner of my mind open to the idea that I really don't have to stay here, that this is really just a chapter in my life. Sometimes we think these things are the whole story and our whole life is over, Mm. and we don't see that, yeah, the good times end and the bad times end. Okay, but Susan, do you think that when... It's a chapter in our life. This is an important question. Do you think that when you're going through it, so example, you were going through the chemo and you didn't have the hair, do you think it's important at that time to see yourself as healed, really see what that looks like when you're in a different state. Yes, and there was actually, Patricia, a book I was reading because, you know, I had to have a mastectomy as well, and I thought, oh, my gosh, this is devastating, and I I can't handle all the anxiety and the heartbreak around my body and what I'm going to look like, who's going to want me now, all of that. And there was a wonderful book by a woman named Rebecca Zuckweiler called Living in the Post-Mastectomy Body, Learning Mm. to, and it's something about loving yourself again. And in it, she talks about visualization and seeing yourself, especially going into major surgery in a certain way. And she talks about hearing the doctors operating over you and and their assistants saying things like, great job, doctor, or she's doing beautifully. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, in these moments, we have so little, we feel we have so little control mm-hmm. that we can insert control in moments like that through visualization and affirmation and, yes, prayer. Faith was a huge part of, um, I guess it was always a part of my operating system, <laughs> but um I never really had to take it out for a ride like I did during <laughs> cancer and divorce. Mm-hmm. And I really had to put into practice the things I thought I believed or said I believed. And that would include prayer like, I have the best doctors, send me the best. And it would turn out like weeks later, I'd be going to the hospital and they'd say, who's your surgeon? And I'd give the name and they'd say, oh, he's the best. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'd be like, Thank you. (laughs) And uh, I kept reading things, too, that kept me in a mindset, like inspirational readings or following the journeys 
of others who had survived similar adversities or other forms of heartbreak that made me think, well, why not me? Why not me? So it was... um, and what's interesting about things, this, because I, I know I you, Susan, is that you, you found love again in your life. I did. I did. And that's something I'd love to say, because this comes up for a number of clients, too. When we go for what we want, for instance, here I am. I'm healing. I want more for my body. I want more for my life. And when we go there, not everything in our current life can come with us. And that is really distressing and shakes things up. But there's something that happens when we say, I deserve more and and I can have it. And it did, I believe, cause this shakeup in my marriage because I was already on this pathway of thinking, wow, I, I deserve more than this. So I want to just, you know, Patricia, uh, say your question again one more time. I think the the question was, and you've answered it, is that you found love again. Now, other people might have said, well, I'm never going to find love again. You know, he left and I was ill. And so, you know, this and, and have that negative attitude. But because you said no, I deserve more, I know I can give more, I know I can be better in the right relationship, you opened yourself up so that you could find it. And I also took the journey of trying to find a way to heal my current relationship. I didn't just throw it away right away. I wanted to make sure, because I had a little child, that we did everything we could to make sure that we did everything we could. (laughs) And so I left that marriage with a clear conscience and really was free in my mind to go after what I want. And that became part of a vision board where I really started putting up there, you know, falling in love again and writing out the very things I wanted in a partner. And then, yeah, I had to be those things. You know, Mm -hmm. we can't just look for a partner. We have to be that for ourselves first. And that is the magnet that really starts attracting what we love. Yeah. Yeah, you really have to be what you want in your life. You're right. And now another example is financial difficulty. Well, even if you're going through financial hardship, if you want more and or you've had a setback, let's say, then you want to act as though you're prosperous, not as though you're financially strapped. Correct? Correct. That is another big one, Patricia, isn't it? Yeah, for a lot of it's people. Ha- and it's hard because you don't. Ha- you may not have the resources you had before, but if you're creative, right. you can find ways so that it it you still feel prosperous inside. That's right, and that is something in coaching terms we call, and actually, it's a Wallace Waddles term from his book. Um, I think it's. Um, the science of being rich. And he talks about being a person of increase in every transaction, even at the grocery store saying, hey, how are you doing today to the grocery clerk rather than mindlessly, you know, looking through your phone or something. You're, you're invested in every transaction and leaving a little extra in the tip jar. Or even if you don't regularly give to something, finding a way, even no matter how small, it makes you a player in the whole transaction that's going mm-hmm. on in our universe of circulating the wealth and well-being for all. Which is really wonderful. 
Wonderful. It feels right, good, we- doesn't it, when we get to play that way? All right, we are going to take a break in a minute, but before we do, how can people find out about you and your work and your coaching and your new book? Terrific. Well, you can find out about me and my coaching at my website, susandilorenzo.com, and you can also reach out to me at susan at susandilorenzo.com. I also want to bring up that I have a separate Facebook page called Thank You Cancer, which is really directed at anyone going through adversity. Um, There's a lot of inspiration on there. There's links to uh, different uh, useful messages that I think help keep people buoyed while they're going through a tough time. Okay, and that's on Facebook. That is on Facebook, yes. Okay, under your name. Yes, you'll see it under Facebook. Uh, I think it's, I can't remember if it's a forward or backward slash, and then thank you, cancer. Okay, all right. All right, my guest is Susan DiLorenzo, and we're talking about how you turn adversity into prosperity and how you can get what you want out of life having gone through some tough times, whether it's health, whether it's relationships, whether it's money, but how, how can you um, soar from setbacks. And her new book, which is coming out soon, is called The Hidden Gems from Adversity. We'll be back with Susan right after the break, right here on the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show on voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Have you ever experienced the joy of living? Not just aspects of your life, but the true joy of life itself. Barry Shore has. You could call him an ambassador of joy. From a successful entrepreneur to becoming a quadriplegic due to a rare disease to his ongoing recovery through swimming and physical rehabilitation. Barry now presents his gifts to others as host of The Joy of Living. All you need to do is tune in. Listen live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you ready for a disaster? If you are like many people in the world, that answer may sadly be no. Disasters happen unexpectedly to people just like you every day. Tune into Preparing for the Unexpected with business continuity and disaster planning expert Alex Bullock. The show will not only help you better prepare for a disaster itself, but also to prepare you, your place of employment, and community for the aftermath emotionally, financially, and with a better level of awareness and a stronger feeling of resiliency. Tune in Thursdays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you or someone you know interested in attending college? With both college tuition and college enrollment up 60% since 2002, there is a lot of competition, and careful planning needs to be a part of the process. Tune in to Getting In, a College Coach Conversation, hosted by Elizabeth Heaton and featuring a team of college coach experts. We'll bring you the tips, techniques, and know-how to navigate the road to college and do so the smart way. Listen live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone, and we are back. And my guest is Susan DiLorenzo, and she is a life coach, speaker, and author. And her passion is guiding people out of their adversity story into a life that they would love to experience. She is a certified coach from the Life Mastery Institute, and she really believes that people can create the life that they love. Her new forthcoming book is The Hidden Gems from Adversity. Welcome back, Susan. Thank you, Patricia. Great to be with you. Thank you. So uh, what would you say to someone, and I'm going to give you three scenarios, and this person or persons feels very stuck and scared, and I want you to offer some advice. A, they're going through a financial crisis, which they're working hard to get out of and doing everything they can, but it's still there, but they're seeing the light. B, or another one would be they have a health challenge and they're working and doing everything they can, but it's still there. And the same thing with relationship. They're struggling, they're trying, they're doing what they can, and it's still there. What would you say? There is a core answer to begin with for each of these scenarios. And it really begins with a question that looks far, far away from the adversity, and that's what would I love instead of this? And The reason I say that is we must give something for the universe to build on. I work from the basis that we create our reality through our level of expectation, through our level of deserving, and so we want to be very clear about what the new story looks like. So in terms of money, what would that look like? If I had freedom, what's in my bank account? What's on my calendar that I love to do? What is, um, where am I going? Do I love to travel? So we get into the detail in design. There's a saying I love that some people live 90 years while others live the same year 90 times. But Mm. with that idea of design, we take ourselves out of that default pattern of being in the same year and we really begin to get curious about the elements in our life that we'd love to bring in. Because if we keep looking at our circumstances, they're not going to go away. We must come and replace that with a mindset that says, no, not you, this. I had to do it with health for sure. I couldn't keep staring at the invasive cancer diagnosis and expect health. I had to have a vision for my health. I wanted a vibrant body, a lean body. I wanted to treat it with respect. I hadn't been doing that before. I got really clear on what it would feel like to live in a healthy body. And we can do that with a bank account. We can do that with a relationship and a job. It doesn't mean, as I said, that everything can come with us. There's going to be um, some kind of fallout when we recreate 
it is that idea of, I'll give you an example, of Michelangelo carving David. What does he say? I carved away everything that was not David. Mm-hmm. That's so great. I, That's great. We have to do that in our own life. And it starts yeah. with the idea of getting really into detail. Paint a picture of the life you would well, love. Well, something, something else too. you said, something else you said is that you have to really believe it. You have to see it <laughs> and believe it. Yeah. Another, and it may not another feel thing, authentic at first. Mm-hmm. Right. Another thing that has helped me is when you want something, be in that environment of those people who have that. That is the greatest. Yes, we talk about that a lot when we coach. And that is absolutely, you want to be around the people, around the mindsets that support what you would love. Yes. Yes. Beautiful. Because yes. you see it happening. And that's why I love knowing you. You see it happening. <laughs> Thank you. You see it happening and then you say, that's what I want. And I'm watching them. And I'm watching this one. And I'm watching that one. And I see it. And I'm watching it. And I want to see more of it. And so you tend to go That's more right. for that. And than you do here's another there. little part of that secret sauce. Being happy for those people. Saying, yes. you know what? I would love that. And good for them. They've got it. And I would right. love it too. So it's I not do one think, of those think so-and-so gets it and I don't, right? Well, I, <laughs> I agree with you. I do think sometimes there is going to be that piece of, oh, I wish I had it. And they do. But, it, but it often it there's isn't a about, longing I don't in there. want them to. Yes. Yeah, there's a longing. It's not like I don't want you to have it. It's like, oh, I wish I had that. Yeah, you no, would love it too. Different. And that's a great spiritual sign. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. yeah. It's in you yeah, to want that. It's good. And I think as we get older, you know, I mean, there is going to be loss. First of all, there could be loss with health. There could be loss with money. I mean, a lot of people have plans, so that there isn't loss of money. But it, not with everybody. There could be a setback. Right. You may have, you know, and then the other thing is relationship. I mean, we think, oh, well, you know, we've been in a relationship so long, we'll stay with it. Today, there's something called great yeah. divorce. And if it's not a partner, oh, yeah. what if it's, God forbid, a child or a parent? Or, and as we get older, more things are going to happen. So it's that resilience, Susan. That's another thing I'd love you to talk about is resilience. Yes, that is your toolkit that keeps you going because as you say, we are always, there's always going to be something. Life is bittersweet. It's bittersweet. No matter how well we work to manage our life and have savings, invest in a relationship, we give of ourselves in the relationship, we're always checking in on the relationship, same with our work, everything can change on a hairpin. And So here we go. We install a toolbox that says the power breathing me is greater than any circumstance. We're not a body with a soul. We're a soul operating in an earth suit. And that is powered by this immense upward spiral that loves to be in life, but also is the most resilient. Look at, you know, I show... Uh, during my presentations, this sidewalk with a crack in it and this little sprout pushing through that crack in the sidewalk. And I say, that's us. No matter what it looks like, we'll find that little piece of light and that spirit in us still wants to keep going, even though it looks like we're being absolutely pushed down. 
uh, it's our natural system. The only thing that can stop that are the paradigms that have come to form us over the years, like we were talking about how we were raised, our education. There's so many little things, but we learn what those paradigms are by paying attention to our thoughts and reinstalling the ones that are going to serve us and buckling up the ones that don't in the back seat. We're always going to have fear, doubt, worry. They're always going to be players in our lives. We just don't have to let them drive the car. We want to be clear on our vision, and when those voices pop up, and they will, we're going to say, I can hear you, but you're buckled up in the back seat. I'm driving to a place I love based on what I know, based on the tools I've accumulated, not only from my adversity, but from the developmental work I continue to do in my life. Mm, Beautifully said. Beautifully said. And on that note, we're going to close and tell people again how they can find you, Susan. Great. Yes, you can find me at Susan, S-U-S-A-N, at uh, SusanDeLorenzo.com, S-U-S-A-N, D-E-L-O-R-E-N-Z-O, and the website is SusanDeLorenzo.com. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much, Susan. It was wonderful to have you on the program. Great being with you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Stay on the line for a second. All right, folks, that wraps up this edition of the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. You can like me on Facebook, Patricia Raskin, Raskin Resources, or you can write to me, Patricia, at PatriciaRaskin.com, and I'll put you on my newsletter list so you can hear about all my wonderful guests on VoiceAmerica.com. Until next time, have a wonderful week. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of The Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.